Welcome to Life's Journey podcast by Aviva. I'm Sharon Griffin, owner of Frog Prince Weddings, and I'll be your host for today's episode, which is all about the future of Irish weddings. In today's podcast, I'll be speaking to bride-to-be Darren Sweeney, all about her experience in planning a wedding in 2020. We'll also be discussing solutions to common problem areas, which will hopefully help listeners who plan to get married in the near future. Hi, Darren. Hi, Sharon. <laughs> How's everything going? Good. Yeah. yeah. Interesting times. Very much so. Darren, you, like hundreds of brides across Ireland, have had to somewhat pivot, reimagine what your dream wedding day will look like. Can you tell me a little bit about your experience? Absolutely. Um, well, myself and fiance, Colin, um, did things a little bit differently. We uh, planned our wedding before we got engaged and it was a big secret. So because we wanted to be organized, and ironically, <laughs> okay. we're very organized people. We, we knew we wanted to have a plan in place first. Mm-hmm. And so we, we, we organized our, um, our wedding over about a month last November um, before and the engagement was going to be a surprise. So um, I didn't know when he was going to propose. We got engaged on New Year's Eve with the intention to get married this New Year's Eve. And uh, we decided a city wedding um, and trying to be organized in it. And ironically, we, uh, we planned it all. So it'd be a very laid back wedding. So we were planning to do our photos beforehand. We were planning to do a little trad session along the way from the church to the hotel and everything was going to be very chilled and relaxed. And ironically, it, it is quickly changing by the day to be a little different from what we expected. And how have you found um, the whole process I suppose of the weddings like could you chat through some of the areas you found particularly tricky to navigate during the planning process in 2020? Yeah of course absolutely well as I said we'd, we'd started out at the beginning and we'd, we'd 150 guests 158 guests on our list so probably one of our biggest challenges is and continues to be um, cutting and how to go about cutting people's um, off the, the list so if you have any tips we're at 50 at the moment we'll have to go to 25 probably and maybe six but six will be the easier one um so if you have any tips about how in god's name we pick and how do we communicate that <laughs> do you know what Darren? this question is like the question on everybody's lips it's so hard um the one thing I will say is from all of the clients that we have at Frog Prince that you're not alone and not only are you not alone if you were going to be a guest at someone's wedding this year you can kind of empathize and you can be that guest so you know everybody is going to be so good and so kind and so um understanding about being uninvited or not invited to the wedding for me the advice that we're giving our clients is in 20 years time when you look around the room or 30 years time, who's going to be there? Who's going to be at the key markers of all the big points in your life? And they're the number one on your list. You know, if you're inviting that 25, um, I know for some couples they have really large families and actually at 25 they're not even going to be able to have their immediate family there and um, so that's a whole other story you know and then going up to 50 um I also would say that quite often if you've elderly aunts and uncles you could give them a free pass by picking up the telephone calling them speak to everybody on the phone split the list don't take the bulk of that yourself you know give Colin his people to deal with you deal with your people and say to your aunts and uncles or to elderly people who you might I have no problem if you don't feel safe to come to the wedding you know I'm we're here if you'd like to come I'll invite you if you don't I will not be offended and I think what's happening is some of the older generation are saying to clients oh that's great and then at the 50 list I think um 
you'll know yourself you can put your hand on your heart and you, you can say you know and nobody is going to be offended it's so like it they're really not going to be offended you know the same if you were in a, um, a guest at your friend's wedding or your cousin's wedding or a family wedding if you couldn't go and the other thing to note Darren is a lot of the weddings we've done this year you will have couples where only one person is invited from that couple yeah so and they're being really understanding you know couples are they're going you know I have to pick between you know two best friends or like a best friend and her partner yeah who are you gonna pick yeah. you know like they will yeah. understand that so yeah I think we're finding the pressure in that one because it's New Year's Eve and such a such a big yeah. New Year's Eve I think we're, we're finding yeah. hard but yeah I think exactly as you said we are looking at it who's who's going to be there in the, yeah. the long the, the long run as well too and Darren just pick up the phone and speak to people because you mm. might find you know say look I'm in a real predicament did you mention did you send out yes okay yeah. so you said like most people they've sent out RSVPs and save the dates yeah we yeah. did save the dates to the fullest mm. because we okay really to know that they were there no matter what happened of um, course that they were invited it's just circumstances so we did a six yeah. months out which we were delighted we did but mm-hmm. now we're sitting faced we're trying to figure out and with changing circumstances whether to send wedding invitations or not yeah. so any tips or any advice about you know I know usually it'd be about two months beforehand and and all that but I don't we don't know whether to wait till we know for sure or to go again and just do the best possible number and then hope so any thoughts <laughs> I do. I have lots of things. What I have found is that the formality that has been kind of put upon the culture of weddings in Ireland has really been stripped away. And yeah. um, things are much more paired back, as in there's less guests, things are happening last minute. We've had couples' weddings that are cancelled the week before or that are going ahead with a week's notice, you know. Yeah. So people are being invited. So I would recommend not sending an invite. All of the people you're going to at this stage, all of the yeah. people you're going to invite you'll have spoken to on the phone you'll be chatting to them and you know two weeks before the wedding three weeks before the wedding it is nice if you have your invitations bought and you want to send them and use them and to do that official thing I would probably do it at that stage um but as um as a personal choice more so than an actual formality um so that's what I'd recommend the guidelines initially were including numbers and I think there was a change and I'm a little bit unsure so in our numbers in our six in our 25 and our 50 do we include staff like the band the hotel the photographer so with current weddings your guests are your guests and it is just guest numbers that are included you do not include need to include your band or any other uh, photographer videographer anything at all I think things are changing so quickly Darren yeah. you are correct it is our most common question or one of the most common questions we get um, and in the initial stages staff numbers bands everybody were included within those original guest numbers that they had put out but the current guidelines that they have put together with the IHF the Irish Hotel Federation um, and Neffet they are not included so your guest numbers are just your guest numbers another common question we get is are we as a couple do we have to be included in those numbers and you do have to be included in those numbers yeah okay okay yeah (laughs) so anybody sitting yeah it's a great question though um I think things are really changing very very quickly all of the time but I'm happy the new guidelines now are till the end of August and hopefully they will stay August 2021 so hopefully they will stay the same and it's amazing, even four, even having the extra four that oh we were looking God, at on hotel, it's such a difference. Two. Yeah, like it's, uh, like it means it's, a lot. <laughs> yeah, it's precious at this it's, stage, most definitely. Yeah. 
it, mm-hmm. it is amazing how quickly you shift to the start where we're, you know, at 100 going, oh, okay, live with this. Now 15, 6, you, you'll yeah. take whatever you get, I think, at this point. Yeah. So. Do you know, Darren, what we have been saying to a lot of um, our clients ringing is that, you know, the one thing it's taken away, you did mention you love to be organized and you love to plan, is this certainty. And um, with that, you get this fight or flight response when you're, you know, faced with something like this crisis kind of mode and you tend not to make really good decisions. So we sat down and we were chatting to everybody in the industry and we we're like, you know, taking back control and taking ownership um, of the situation, it, you can actually do that. And what yeah. we're suggesting to all of our clients for next year is to plan for 50 you know have your a your b and your c plan so yeah. a am i comfortable getting married with 50 people is this something i can envision is it a day i want to spend this money on and for a lot of people it's yes i can actually that's manageable you know and i want to move forward <laughs> for some it's like no i definitely can't and we would say to them push it out to 2020 you know to 2023 and for for the ones that are saying yes i can so you're like that's my plan a okay that's what i'm going to do what will happen if it's plan B, what does that look like? Are we comfortable with that? Are we going to move the date? Okay, if we have to move the date, where could we possibly host your wedding? And I'm like, pick up the phone, yeah. ring around, see if there's a venue available in 2022, later in 2021, and basically have your crisis plan, the same <laughs> as business management, you know, put your plans in place, yeah. get rid of that anxiety. So no matter what's thrown at you, no matter what restrictions come in, you have everything that you need. You've had your conversation with your partner your partner and you are pretty much on the same page so it takes all that stress the anxiety and worry away from it and I think you did say that you're going to get married a b or c no matter matter what what. (laughs) yeah and you know Darren I think it is the best getting down the aisle pushing forward with your life and celebrating with whoever is going to be there with you is the most important thing and that's kind of what we're encouraging all of our clients to do yeah, I agree. We, we did it in April and we just had a decision about what we were going to do. And it was liberating because then we knew no matter what, we needed yeah. suits, we needed a wedding dress, we needed certain yeah. things. And it felt a bit, as you said, back to control. So uh, one of the big things, because I, I like things to be pretty and I, I'm, I'm quite particular, <laughs> you never guess, um, is we have a very big church and we have a very big venue, which we obviously, particularly in the venue and in the church as well too, we yeah. need to keep space. We have to mm-hmm. keep space for social distancing. But I hate the idea of vacant space around mm-hmm. the room or a half empty mm-hmm. church feeling. How Have you any tips about what we can do? Yeah, with your church, what we have done is quite often a lot of the churches will have um, the social distancing ribbons in blocking off the pews. Quite often, they're not the nicest. They can be just kind of, you know, depending on who the sacristan is, there is attention to detail in it or there's not. So we often swap out those for a nice, you know, like a nice French satin ribbon and kind of do a little bow on it. And I would speak to all your guests and ask them to sit as close to the top of the church as they possibly can and to kind of have, you know, four of them within each row or in their pod. Um, if they're going to be sitting at the table together, you know, six guests, they could sit in those rows together and encourage everyone to go to the top of the church. Um, and then I think dressing that space at the top of the church is really nice to do, you know, the backs of your chairs, make it a little bit special, maybe some florals on the altar um, and little touches like that, I think really will make a difference in the church yeah. um, and venues. It's a great question. We get asked this all the time too. 
So if it's a Dublin city venue or any venue really, um, quite often a hotel um, will have multiple rooms. Mm. So you could ask them if I'm having a wedding of six, a wedding of 25, wedding of 50, wedding of 100, where can I host my wedding? Um, and go look at the space within the hotel and re-envisage. If the answer is we just have our ballroom, fair enough, there's loads of solutions. So um, most uh, event stylists or, or providers, um, even like ourselves, we will come in and we can partition a room from a very giant ballroom into a very intimate space to host, you know, 50 people, 100 people through some nice, really nicely dressed partitioning walls and, and bring in some planting. And it doesn't have to cost the earth. It can look really, really well. The other thing to keep in mind is although you may have a wonderful 25 guests, you're going to end up with five tables, four to, you know, four to five tables within that room because it's just six guests per table. So that actually takes up quite a lot of space. In a wedding that was in bygone days, you know, you could have had 12 guests at those tables. So you're kind of even save you 50 guests, you're going to end up with about 10 tables, roughly, which takes up a lot of space. And you, you would be surprised um, at how intimate it feels. Mm -hmm. And the other thing is when you're chatting to your coordinator at the venue or um, one of the managers there, I would ask them to not space things too far apart. It's socially distant and that's fine. You know, you're two yeah. meters, three meters, but to not kind of spread the tables just to make the room look bigger because you kind of then lose a little bit of the energy in the room. Um, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. no, that's really good and really helpful. I can, yeah. I can imagine it now, like thinking of the room where yeah. we're going to have a reception. And Darren, do you know, like there's something really beautiful so I'm working on weddings here at Frog Prince the last 14 years and my favorite wedding is a small and intimate wedding we've mm. done weddings for like three four people weddings for 10 or 12 there is a magic energy so your wedding day is like by far the happiest day you're ever going to have I say if I could bottle the feeling this joyous energy like you just be a millionaire and um it's really important to remember and it's hard you kind of lose focus and you lose the thought of it and all the drama and everything that's going on around us in the world that to be invited to a wedding of 25 guests or 50 guests or 100 guests you're like the chosen one you're like what me you're inviting me so the people coming to the wedding don't view it as a social occasion which we have all done in the past and we're all guilty of oh I'll catch up with such body I used to work with or I'll catch up with my friends from school or my college friends it is not like that. It is this really beautiful, intense energy of this really special um, vibe when you walk into the room of pure love. Like it's like they're there just to celebrate you both as a couple, to watch this joining together of a new family unit. And it strips away all of the other things and kind of brings it back to the core. So I really like for anybody having a small wedding I really want them to to keep that in mind and to get excited about that like it's such a privilege to go to a small wedding and it's such a privilege to host all the most special people in your life just in that little room like you're never going to get the opportunity to do that again you know and they are going to feel amazing to be invited <laughs> I am beaming at you right now. All the excitement has built back up. <laughs> it's the truth. It's yeah. like magic. We we plan weddings and we 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 style weddings and you walk into a room and during dinner and 
everybody, the laughter, the deep joy, the happiness, like you can really feel it everywhere. And plus, with a small wedding, the really magic thing is we get people coming to us, Pinterest, you know yourself, Jaren, you said you love it, you're very (laughs) detail orientated. If you have a wedding of 150, 200 guests, your budget is stretched so Mm -hmm. far beyond what, you know, you really want that by tailoring it back and doing it much smaller, you have so much more disposable budget to actually do what you want to do. And I think the culture of weddings has changed. It's changing. And you're part of the, you know, this new couple brigade setting this new culture. And in a year's time or two years time, it will be the norm to have this type of wedding. So for your guests going, it's going to be their first experience. And I think by you making it the most amazing experience for them, by bringing all the things that you guys love, Colin and yourself, be that, you know, fabulous food, fabulous wine, amazing entertainment, let them experience what you guys love and let them go oh my god I have never been at a wedding like this before it was so special it felt like I went to a Michelin star you know (laughs) and like so I think putting that intention into it spending your budget on those things for that limited number of people makes it something they will remember cherish treasure forever so focus on all that that. I absolutely love that yeah yeah my my future brother-in-law actually got engaged uh, last week and okay. he, was, he was looking for tips and I kind of went, my experience and what his experience is going to be in terms of what to look at, what yeah. to ask at a venue has changed so much. So Huge. for him and friends of mine who are starting that ro- road, what mm-hmm. would you suggest? What are the questions you should ask when you're asking, looking at venues now? Um, venues, I if you are looking at venues, what I would be asking the venue is what's the minimum you know, what minimum are you contracting for? What happens if there are restrictions? What happens if my county's locked down? Venues really want the business. We're in the business of love and marriage. Like all of the people in the industry, we genuinely, hospitality is what we do. Like you don't come into hospitality and service because you want to like make loads of money. You come because you love people. You love making people happy and you love being part and having a little tiny part of their journey on that special day so they really want happy clients they want clients that are going to come back to them year after year they want guests to have a really wonderful time and for me the best type of relationships always start out as open and honest conversations Mm -hmm. write out a list of questions ask them absolutely everything you know um if I have to recontract if I have to move my date can how far out in advance do I have to do that if I have to cancel what happens can I move my deposit to another date as many questions as you can think of I would put them in there and no question is ever a silly question clarity is you know what we all need and what we're all seeking and that's my advice yeah Absolutely. I think being for prepared so you know yourself and you're confident about it is absolutely. Yeah. And I know, as you said, like everything, the the definition of what everyone considers about weddings and would be has changed. Um, mm-hmm. Can you get married at home or does it you need can. to be a public place? Ooh. No, you can get married at home. Now you need to um, have your ceremony. So you can have your, you can have a blessing. And you could go in to the registry office and book and the two of you could get married together, have two witnesses and then have your blessing at home with the rest of your guests there. So you you can't officiate your wedding at home because um, it's not HSE regulated, but you can have your wedding ceremony, a blessing. You can have your dinner at home. Yeah. 
And I would definitely recommend getting help. <laughs> yes, to take over a lot of work. Seriously, Darren, especially with the social distancing, yeah. with, you know, making sure everything is regulation. You want your guests to feel really safe. You want them to feel like yeah. you, they're yeah. cared about. And with that, I suppose, and you've actually given me a few tips as we gone through it, but there, there are a lot of formalities now um, mm-hmm. that have to be part of our day. Um, is there any particular tips aside from, as you said, making it very unique to Khan and I? Um, are there any tips on how we can make the day that little bit more special? Making the day a little bit more special, I think the simple fact that it is reduced down in numbers mm. makes it super special for all the people going. Um, I would really, my advice forever and a day has been to all brides and grooms and couples getting married, stop being a planner you know you really really have to put that aside a day before the wedding forget about it anything that isn't done at that stage does not need to be done the universe does not want you to have it done and it's not going to have an impact on your day the details the little small things that are really important to you right now today in a year's time five years time 10 years time 50 years time they are not going to matter i would recommend really soaking up the whole essence of your day looking around you forget about problems problems occur all the time <laughs> like at every <laughs> at every wedding at every event at every part of our life but there's none that don't like very few don't have a solution yeah. leave the solutions to someone else leave it in the hotel's hand and really just be a bride be a groom forget about everything else and enjoy all of everything that you are receiving that day all this love energy happiness laughter dancing joking don't hold back on anything go with your entertainment go with your beautiful food go all out do whatever you want to do or pair it right back and keep things as simply as you want but just be a guest at your own wedding yeah you know the host of everything don't be thinking you need to manage or or you like sort things out or and I would also recommend not giving too many people in your family or your or your 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 I suppose crew jobs like I know people think they love jobs they really don't they want to be there as a guest <laughs> to enjoy it so Absolutely. I would kind of hold back and let them be a guest <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think not trying to be the organizer is gonna be my biggest challenge I'm a former yeah. event planner in a previous life and yes. all, as I said all the detail but and like I think it's it's a mantra to keep in my mind. A hundred percent. And Darren, I have been at hundreds of weddings as a planner over the last 14 years. And I can tell you the amount of people who haven't had the most joyous day. And I can tell you now it is because they're trying to manage and control and they feel like they have this responsibility to look after every little detail of the day and that they're responsible for people's happiness and that they're responsible to make sure the wine is poured. You're not. You're absolutely not. You're there. You're spending a fortune. You know, you put all this love and and effort into the day. Just enjoy it. Where if you keep that, oh, is that table empty? Oh, does she need to do this? Or when is the next speech? Or when? Let it flow. Your day will flow no matter what. Things happen. And there's this running order within a wedding that Irish people do really, really well. We're great. We really are good at it. We naturally have that flow. So don't think about it too much and just let the day be as it should be. It will be my mantra. Thank you. Yeah, not at all. Yeah. Um, 
I'm conscious that there's people I won't be able to have there. Um, but whether mm-hmm. for whatever reason, whether they can't or, they, or I'm not able to invite them. Is there any ways that you can suggest that we can include people that aren't there? Really important, 100%. Mm-hmm. I would say invest a little bit of money in it. It will yeah. be the best choice or decision you've ever made. A lot of videographers, I would recommend getting a videographer, even if you don't like your voice on the screen, if, if you're thinking, oh no, I won't. For prosperity, in 20 or 30 years time, you'll look back and there'll be people at your wedding that are no longer here. You'll remember the dancing, the laughter, and you get to le- relive your day again. Um, a lot of videographers are live streaming so they'll set up a little camera in the church or at your ceremony and they'll live stream the the celebration and guests can join there um i you can also have um zoom people in for speeches so you could do a little zoom call and and get people up on the big screen especially if you're in a hotel ballroom they'll have the av guys there i mean the av industry like ourselves like all of us are just dying to get out to be creative to have some human contact to do a little bit of work so i would chat to your hotel chat to your venue and ask them is there somebody who could help you do that I wouldn't recommend you giving the responsibility to anyone within your bridal party or who doesn't have the technical skills. As a planner um, here at Frogprints, we definitely don't take any responsibility for audio, for visual or anything like that. We say, call in the experts yes. and do it properly. It's a yeah. small investment and they will, we've had forever and a day people who haven't been able to come home from Australia, from America, and they'll live stream in and do the speeches, you know. Um, you can also pre-record messages. So you could ask a best man maybe, could he get some messages from people and pre-record them up onto a little video that can be played during the speeches and it will give the people in the room a little flavor for that as well. So lots of little bits like that, Darren. Yeah. Frantically writing <laughs> down here. <laughs> I did have an idea about the Zoom and I thought it might be a bit mad, but I just love the idea of people joining in, particularly at speeches when it's so personal and it's yeah. so um as well too that there's been a nice idea of people being able to join in if yeah how they want to as well and too. Darren I would just say one last thing on that is a tip is to get the best man to make sure that zoom is working prior to the speeches so probably yes. do a little <laughs> test one and just ask yeah. people to you know kind of just come in when he asks them to but yes you can definitely do that yeah um any I suppose anything else I need to consider or um, I do you know what, Darren. I feel like you just have it all together. You yourself and Colin sound like you know you do, but you know what you're going to do. You've made that decision, and I'm sure it's been a long and arduous journey. And it's just magic to see you're like full steam ahead, guns blazing. <laughs> I am doing it, and that is it. And I really feel you will have your wedding of 25 or 50 people. And I think that's that's most definitely going to happen. And it's going to be the most magical day um, ever. You're going to love it. And I hope the advice was good. I know we're almost coming to an end and I thought it might be worthwhile to discuss a few additional comments or questions. Would that be all right? Of course. Absolutely. Yeah, brilliant. <laughs> I get asked lots of questions um, every week um, from existing clients, from brides on our social media, um, grooms-to-be. And it's so nice to just be able to talk to somebody who's in the industry um we've probably touched on it but tips on how and when or whether to postpone your wedding um date or not I would just refer back to a b c plan your a plan your b plan your c and if you have to plan a d plan a d think of each yeah think of every scenario am I comfortable getting married with six? Am I comfortable getting married at 25? Am I comfortable getting married with 50? Am I comfortable getting married with 100? And have that conversation. And yes, 100. Okay, great. 
can I drop it down to 50? And maybe no, yes, whatever. And plan around that. I would say for most people, my feeling is that we're not going to have weddings of over 100 for a while to come. Weddings of 50, my feeling and the feeling within the industry is they will happen. I think it'll be, you know, late winter, early spring. Um, yes, yes. I'm crossing fingers in. here. I'm hoping now with this new rest- new restriction that they've brought in, it will make a difference. And you might just be the lucky one on that turn. You know, um, I hope so. I really, really hope so. So it is totally down to the couple. I would say if you leave it and don't have these conversations and don't make these plans, you're kind of nearly putting yourself into crisis mode. And I know it's really difficult to have the com- the conversations and it's difficult to even contemplate it and you feel like you're taking yourself to a negative space, but it's best to take yourself to a, a, a potential negative space than an actual one where you're faced with a lockdown and you haven't thought about it. So I would really cannot yes. emphasize it enough, you know, and chat to your hotel, chat to your venue, speak about moving your date out see what it looks like and make sure you know you're comfortable with that um wedding tasks we get asked about things you can get ahead of and plan well in advance um I think with with smaller numbers your table plan is pretty easy to do yeah, <laughs> like true. you know your your bubbles a upshot. <laughs> it's a definite upshot yeah and other, and other tasks I suppose if you have brides grooms couples that are arty or creative you know, sometimes, no, no, not me either. I'm always like too busy, but, um, I think that you do have an opportunity to show that off with a smaller number that may not be possible with 100 or 200 pieces. You can make your wedding super personal as well. And you can spend a little bit more time, spend a little bit more, you know, money, should you wish to, on those people who are going to be at the wedding. Um, Loads and loads of people dare and ask us about the wedding dress, like yourself, storing it. Um, We have brides that postponed postponed again and then have cancelled their weddings and now they've mooted out to 2021 some 2022 and they're like what am I going to do with my dress I would say the most important thing is to not store it in polyester um, not store it in anything synthetic like a nylon bag get some you know cotton sheets Egyptian cotton or 100% even brushed cotton and wrap open your dress out and wrap the sheet around it and um, my mother was actually a dressmaker okay. so I grew up with wedding dresses in my home all the little ah, beadwork brilliant. so for forever and a day um I think it's been the oldest thing is to store it within cotton sheets and then you can fold it and roll it and pop it in a box um and take it out then you know a couple of weeks beforehand and steam it um but definitely don't keep it in plastic polystyrene or nylon as the the fabric won't be able to breathe um options for music and entertainment at weddings for some reason people seem to think it's limited or it's changed or the options that were available are no longer available I nearly think the opposite I'm like I love music I love you know culture I love dancing and they are the core of an Irish wedding and they still are that and we have our industry posting up all the time um, on social media bands you know videographers photographers who are there late at night and you can see people dancing in their pods they're in their table of six and they're waving across and having great crack (laughs) and laughing away and it's very hard to imagine but we are reimagining this new culture I suppose of weddings and for now that's what we have to that's what we have to go with and people are still having fun they're loving it and they're dancing 
I they are starting their meal a little bit earlier because our restrictions are 11.30. So rather than going till two or three in the morning and um, people are, are bringing their meal forward and maybe having their meal at three or four o'clock. And then it means that their dancing can start much earlier too. And then they can still have their DJ. Um, music for ceremonies, really important. Are you oh, thinking yes, the same? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're definitely. <laughs> There's so many options. We've done hours at this stage <laughs> trying to make decisions. But yeah, yeah. It, it makes such an, an occasion, I think, about it. Of course um, it does. Yeah. It really and is. you still have your magicians. You still have, you know, all of the other guys who come and work at weddings and they are all still working and they can work socially distanced and they can entertain um, your guests during the drinks reception. Um, the culture of Irish weddings, I suppose, for me, Darren, you are the new you're paving the way for this new new way of being I think when I started in the industry um in 2006 seven um the wedding had kind of grown from late 80s being a wedding breakfast and my sister got married early 90s and she was one of the very first to have this kind of evening party um you know that was unheard of really because people went to the wedding in the morning and they left then in the late afternoon and went home and we've had 20 maybe 30 years of that and I yeah. feel now this we're stripping it back we're bringing it back to what it originally was um and I, we will still have the party we'll still have the fun we'll still have all the energy and the love but I do think um the hard, hardest path is the new path that you're walking and that in a year's time or two years time it's not going to be as difficult and as you said your, your brother-in-law booking his wedding he's totally different to you he doesn't have any expectations where your expectation where this is what I'm planned this is what's normal where he's probably <laughs> and he's probably going oh I've no expectations at all which is so much easier though it's so much yeah, easier to not have yeah. those because there's no disappointment there's no heartache Definitely. there's no chopping and changing yeah, yeah. so um yeah, yeah. I honestly my heart is with you I really really mean that I know how difficult it has been and people say sure it's only a wedding I'm like what it's your heart and soul and your passion goes into it and the intention yeah. to have a celebration that you deserve as a couple yeah. and that you want to host to let everybody know yeah. how much you appreciate them and um, but you will still have that I promise yeah. I think everybody has in their uh, in their mind you know especially girl, females I think you know this idea of what their wedding day is going to be like and for some yeah. people at least that it's very hard to move it you know, is. away from something that you've been building towards for potentially years. But if you, know, if you, you think, engage for years, or planning for years. It, Darren, but if you think about it, the culture is ingrained in us as tiny yeah. toddlers. Like if you were yeah. ever a flower girl, if you were ever a junior bridesmaid, if you ever a guest with your parents mm. at a wedding, it's part of who we are as a nation. Um, and how we celebrate weddings is really special. A lot mm. of countries around the world don't do it. We have so many desti destination weddings here at Frog Prince. We have people <laughs> flying in all the time because they want the Irish Hooli they mm. want this you know beautiful hospitality celebration, celebration gorgeous mm. food and partying and having great fun it will still be all of that but just probably on a smaller and more intense and more intentional scale yeah yeah, yeah. it has its specialness too 100 <laughs> percent. it's a different type of specialness um and it's a magic one I think yeah definitely speaking to you today and I actually have a poster of tips here in front of me I'm very excited again <laughs> oh great I'm so glad to hear that um really glad to hear that Darren um thanks ever so much for chatting to me it's it's been really really lovely I think you're touching on so many things and give me so many practical tips um as well too so which has been brilliant thank you so much 
For all of life's journeys, you're safe in the hands of Aviva.